Hi, Billions. It's Dead Air Records back for podcast Thursday. Just a quick introduction because it's getting very late and I got to go to work tomorrow. Um, we talk about the Pointer Sisters song, Automatic, in this episode. It's a really dope song from uh, 1983. Some interesting stuff came up in this one. The episode flowed very smoothly. It was a little bit easier to uh, figure out a lot of the harmonies and stuff since it was uh, one of our first kind of fully electronic songs we've done. And I think we covered some cool topics within the song. Um, but anyways, I'm going to keep it short and sweet and let you get to the episode. Uh, follow us on Instagram. I'll be putting our analysis up. I tried a very messy one, and then I tried to uh, make a very neat organized one, but gave up about halfway through the week because I had to work. Um, but I'll be putting that on Instagram, Dead Air Records. You should follow us on there. You can also find us on Twitter at Dead Air Records. If you have questions or songs you want to add to the hit list or just want to talk to us, you can shoot us an email at deadairrecords at gmail.com. As always, all of our other music that we're always working on is all on soundcloud.com slash deadairrecords. And as of the posting of this podcast, we actually just hit 24, well, over 24 hours of music on it, which is kind of cool, kind of a little bit of an achievement for us. But anyways, we got a lot of stuff on there. We talk about it a little bit at the end of this episode. But Pointer Sisters, 1983, it's a real bump and jam. I hope you all like it. It's podcast Thursday. I'm going to bed. Bye, Billions. We're out here. I have a consistent <laughs> talk. Good. We're already starting out with some clipping. All right, we're back. We're out here. This is take uh, five. Take um, five. We're, we're doing another Hit Disciple. If you're all still here after the last Hit Disciple, which just went up today. <laughs> if you're all still here, so are we. So are we. We're and still here. Always. Today we're doing autom- Automatic. Yeah, we're, we're, doing, we're doing a Pointer Sisters song for all you people born in... 1960. <laughs> yep. That were that were coked up and dancing around in the 80s. Thanks for ruining the economy for the rest of us. <laughs> uh, so this is the uh, this is the Pointer Sisters. This is automatic. We're I want to. We're here to give a few pointers. <laughs> <laughs> I got you going Stupid. with that one. You got quiet. You stopped what you were doing. I wanted to know what you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> you had me on the edge of my fucking seat. Um. Have you ever heard this song before? Do you recognize it? Yeah. Yeah. You, you My parents you asked my both of my parents earlier I did, today if they, if knew, they it. knew it. Well, I asked one. Um funny thing though, my mom also knows this song. We're back with another mom song. Is this asked. for um I think we had this on record. I think my dad had an LP of this song, which is weird. <laughs> oh. Uh it? so Pointer Sisters Automatic. Um if you're not What year? 80 84 Fuck. Uh, fuck. <laughs> 1983. Okay. Okay. So out. records are still. Records are still. It's not weird that they had a record of it if they liked it when it came out. That's true. Um, Though I feel like it must be weird next to all of your like Henry Cowell records that your dad has or yeah. whatever. Um, 
to be to be quite fair though, I didn't actually like this song until I was playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City when I was like ten. And there's this one part. You remember Vice City? Do you play Vice City? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, remember you could like buy property and businesses and shit in it. I only played the cheat code oh, way. Okay. Well, I, I beat only, the story. I only just. And as you progress held through the, the gunshot, <laughs> as you progress through the uh, the story and buy businesses, you can buy a strip club. Yeah. GTA is set in like the Vice City is set in like the the video game 80s. version of The Sopranos. Yeah, and uh, and and in the strip club that you can buy when you go in there, there's there's a bunch of people all dancing to this song. Really? <laughs> yeah, and it's like on the radio, and I was always just like pumped when this song came on because it's such a fucking because it meant f- animated titties <laughs> to your young mind. Yeah, I guess a little bit. Uh, I, I might be guilty of that. But also was a was a was just a legitimately good song. One thing I'm consistently impressed by with Grand Theft Auto games is that they've got good music, man. I don't know who comes up with the music for those games. I think it's a lot of people, but some smart people. Did you know Alchemist did some of the? He was like one of the curators of the music for the last GTA game. Really? That, yeah. that's cool. Which is cool because they're always like they're doing like snapshots of like whatever era the game is in, like Vice City. Right, was, like, and the last one was New York, or the one that the Alchemist did. Was that New York? Alchemist did the one that was uh, in L.A. It was That's like weird. GTA he should have done the one that was in New York. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he might have done some of that, too. I just know he did five. But yeah, it's in GTA. I, I know a lot of good songs from GTA. I feel like that was one of my weird exposures to like a lot of different genres of music when I was a kid, was just listening to the radio and like driving around the countryside trying to cause mayhem doing drive-by shootings <laughs> and, and increasing my musical knowledge <laughs> hitting people on on the street with a police <laughs> fucking baton um, and listening to the soothing sounds <laughs> of the pointer sisters no, dude that's how i got a lot of i think a lot of the stuff on the hit list that i threw up there is from grand theft auto so shout out to grand theft auto y'all y'all got good taste in music rockstar games um but yeah we're gonna do uh we're gonna do a pointer sisters our first foray into the 80s on on this on this is it disciples yeah we, have we gotten close though didn't we do something in the late 70s yeah um what becomes of the broken hearted was yeah. like 70 something uh bruca manigo was like 90s but like kind of that 50s. recorded the recording that yeah. we did was 90s i thought the song was like 30s yeah that song was old as hell well, i mean the song remember that when we looked up the what becomes of the broken heart no oh, it wasn't oh, it, it was, was only have eyes yeah, with like the old yeah. timey but like, i only have eyes yeah for everybody you. Uh, if you like that flamingo song you should go check out the original version of it from like 1910 with just like <laughs> it's like a little fox trot yeah <laughs> like like that shit know. was so funny yeah um but yeah, we're gonna start it as we always do with a little listen to to a, tempt the 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 bots to take us down. <laughs> is that a pube on your computer? It's probably. <laughs> I got. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, here there's we go. There's a solitary pube. I there's probably more buried in. That. I always wonder what would happen if you lifted up my keyboard and like saw inside of it. There's probably a lot of gross shit in there. Um, good segue. Uh, <laughs> time for automatic. Now, here we go. Sisters. We're gonna listen for the first time today. Well, me, Leo's probably listened a good twenty hundred times. Here we go, everybody. Automatic Pointer Sisters, nineteen eighty three. Give it a listen.
Look what you're doing to me I'm utterly at your whim All of my defenses down Your camera looks to me With its x-ray vision And all systems run the ground All I can manage to push from my lips Is a stream of absurdity
Hell yeah. All right. So first, uh, let's do some first impressions. I, I got some free word association. Throw I'm thinking that me. we might, this might, we should also do free word association every first time. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot. Show um, me, tell me what you got. All right. The words that I have written down are bass, <laughs> R&B, saw, saw synths. 808 kit question mark Michael Jackson Quincy Jones post disco androgynous vocals trend late picked up from late 70s uh-huh. in like high def <laughs> yeah new high def possibilities with new electronic hardware that's what, what is, I <laughs> that's just that's, that's just, just what I wrote. I got wrote nothing, I got no defense for it <laughs> okay I just um, like, word I um. I feel like I feel like uh first couple thoughts that I had while listening to it was um ushering ushering into an era of just like songs that don't really songs where the words are are more like rhythmical and less like storytelling yeah like there's no there's no like story arc in this one it's just like a vibe that's going and just like goes on like endless that's why that that's like why there's a fade out i yeah, feel like it's no. like there's it's just this mood that you like pass through on your way to yeah, like something yeah, else, yeah, right? yeah yeah i mean like he, this is the first i feel like for like i guess with the with the 808s and spit takes which We've messaged Kanye <laughs> we, personally at this We've point. emailed Kanye and asked him to please reconsider. Please reconsider because we liked that one. But uh, we haven't really talked about synthesizers, no. let alone like the time when they first became really popular. I mean, like this is this is like almost mid-80s. So synthesizers and synthesizer culture has been around mm-hmm. at this point. I, I would say like the the 70s like even as early as the early 70s with the organs the electric organs and shit like that yeah segueing into things like like uh different kinds of synthesizer modes and like you know i don't know drum machines don lewis um tons of different sound companies creating a ton of different gear at this time yeah no this that is was like, like a- very that was very new for a lot of studios for all studios i feel like Mm-hmm. Like the electronic drum kit on this shit. Right? Yeah. No, this is like, like a this is like a, an entirely synthesized song. Yeah. Basically. This is a totally like, new, except for maybe the bass. Well, yeah. I mean, the bass is still even like an electronic bass. Right. I mean, like that had been going on. This for is a like long time, entirely though. inorganic. Yeah. And like the voice is almost like trying to like. Not, yeah. It's and the not voice like is a, trying to. It's like a future shock vibe. It's like a kind of like post. Like, like trying to be like, I don't know, you could dance if you want to. Yeah. You could leave. Your, like, like uh, it has a kind of. Um, this is the age of robots. Yeah. This is exactly. like the starting Ro- of robots in music. Was, yeah, because synthesizers and, and electronic perfect tempo keeping yeah. drum machines. Word. And, and like it sounds better than picking up real instruments anyway because you can directly control the input of a machine to to like the tape or the record versus like having to have a medium of a microphone. Yeah. And this is a huge difference in sound production from from this time onwards. I feel like from actually from a little bit before it. Mm-hmm. Like and and I feel like this is where like this is where the bass starts getting cranked up. And this is where like like yeah. the highs become more high and like the the all the fidelity stretches out in both directions like the the lows get lower the highs get higher yeah and and it's the like music a, as a and the music as a as a kind of compromise becomes simpler 
yeah, think. and also and more like repetitive. the um, it becomes more repetitive. You lose like the organicism of yeah, like an acoustic, yeah. but you replace it with this like broader scale that you're working on. Right, right. the soundscape is m- literally more than than ever before because of like you because you can capture really high overtones directly to yeah. the recording. Um, you can manipulate frequencies like never before. Like when you when people talk about like. I don't know, like those supercomputers and from Columbia University and like like MIT and shit like that. Those that like composers were fucking around with on the '60s. Mm-hmm. I feel like that had finally become like accessible enough to turn into a commodity that could be sold. Yeah, like things like filter passes, you know, or like like oscillators or whatever, you know, all that fancy sci-fi gear. Yeah, that was just used by like. Hollywood to make sci-fi sounds and shit yeah, like, now, like Delia Derbyshire producers, music producers are finally able to afford it and like use it in a right. mass market and so and and companies have come up to be like middlemen between between the gear and the producers right. like and those companies still exist today um but like and also like Japan's huge influence but from making all of this technology yeah. I don't know like like you fucking Yamaha or Roland, or like, uh, there's a ton of there's a ton of companies that I feel like you could, we could talk about. You pulling something up? No, I'm just thinking of that Domari Gato. What when, what year did that come out? Right? Yeah, eighty three. Right? 83? This is like this yeah. is like Japan robot music kind of like vibe coming yeah. in, and the song is like perfectly suited to that. Like this whole album, it's got a lot of songs that kind of sound like this, but this one, this one, this one has this like. I mean, the whole theme of the song is it's called automatic. Like it's right. it's it's exactly in the vein of like it's portraying the music that it's that it's about, right? Yeah, exactly. And I and I think that there's there's a reason that um, both of our our parents, for those out there, are like super different. <laughs> Me and and this guy. Uh-huh. Um, but they both knew this song, which yeah. is pretty rare. Or they both liked this song. Yeah. Both, of, both of my parents knew it and were stoked. And both of both of um, anonymous anonymous <laughs> number ones. I'm thing number one two. Thing, thing two. Yeah. <laughs> sitting across. Yeah, exactly. Out here always. Out here all the time. Um, and I think that's because there is like uh, there's a giving up of politics that happened in the late seventies and eighties in popular culture. I think after like the failure of like war music and like fighting Vietnam and, and shit like that. And, and like political, like before, politically charged, like sixties kind of like, yeah, hippie era yeah, yeah, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like about to go through all of it again with like, with Reagan and Bush in the middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people, a lot of smart people, like disengaged entirely in the art scene from, from making any political statements. Yeah, um, and just and, focused on being like accessible and like popular. Yeah, and fun to or listen to. or would this latch like on to things. Yeah. Era too. Like yeah, I remember is, that's <laughs> what I wrote down. I wrote down Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones, post disco golden age. Right. This is. Um, <laughs> I remember. I remember this like thought dawning on me at some point when I was a teenager, where I had been listening to like a lot of Beatles and Bob Dylan, and then was listening to some Michael Jackson and like going through all of his music, and was like, these. Michael Jackson songs are like about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. after all this like heavy Beatles like suicide war and peace shit yeah. and like a counterculture Bob Dylan bullshit it was just like 
thriller <laughs> thriller night yeah <laughs> like what the fuck yeah like, it's just songs that like don't really have a point but are like fun to like turn your brain off to and are beautiful in like beautiful in that regard as well i don't know i think that it it's like a a huge shift in american psyche from from treating or from trying to address the issue to treating the symptoms right <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah um, no 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 we we gave up on trying to solve yeah, shit and just yeah. started trying to placate like, well, like yeah thus pharmaceuticals <laughs> and shit right like oh shit um we're getting we're we're, um, we're tying music into the yeah that's cool I mean, um, that, I guess pharmaceutical boom is more in the 90s than in the early 80s but I feel like people are starting to talk about psychology and psychiatry in a different way in the late 70s and early 80s I don't know um we're uh, let's 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 focus We're back in on this. We're gonna not go in into that. <laughs> yeah, we could do this for a while, but let's uh, let's do. Let's go let's back do, to. Yeah, we haven't even music. We're 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 eating our our cake before dinner here. Yeah. We gotta we gotta figure out the song. <laughs> What's uh? What key are we in, my my guy? I my I have for, guy. I didn't even think about it. Hold on. One more time. Shut up! Shut up! See? One, two, five. Yeah, so I've got C, that bass. I'm just listening. That bass is so, this, is like, this song is so nice just to listen to, uh, just to sit here and listen to the bass. I feel like our job was made easier by this, this fat fucking bass guitar. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Wait, bum, bum, bum. So our baseline is basically, we've got that one, one, two, and then five, minor five, seven. Minor five, seven, one, right? Yeah, and is it, it's like, I don't know, I feel like it's some weird parallel chords in the synthesizers above. So it would be like C major, C major, D minor, G, B flat, C, right? Yeah, kind of like only I have eyes. Yeah, we've got that same kind of flat seven modality, like I don't know what we would call. I I don't know what if there's like a tech. I'm sure there's a technical term for that kind of mode or whatever that like pop song kind of thing is but like one one is c um two d minor right mm -hmm. yeah and there i i can see why this keeps appearing i mean like it's a kind of ambiguous but pleasing progression that can lead a lot of different places right like the it's not clearly in c major there's often yeah. a dominant seven on the c and uh, or just a B flat generally hanging in the air of this otherwise C tonality, yep. right? But that that gives you like a lot of options of places to go, as sure. we've seen. Like it can end up in a lot of different places, right? So um, as soon as you start kind of not having such a clear structure as like 
one, five, four, five, one, or something like that, you start opening up a lot more possibilities of kind of yeah. what you can do harmonically. Yeah. And, and it, also not such a clear, not such a clear, like, atmosphere, right? If you yeah, don't have this bright... It's, it's not... Um, it's it invites you in rather than being declamatory. It yeah. is like a series of repeating questions that kind of make a statement. Yeah. Right. Like, one 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 six four five one has like this air of it of it's just like set in like concrete, and you're just kind of going back through the same key. Like it's inevitable every time. This one has this more kind of ambiguous, less direct, less direct kind of feeling to it. I would say. Um, let's listen one more time. I want to, I want to point out. super bluesy, right? I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I think we said that on the, on the on other, the other one, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, talking about 808s and heartbreaks, though. What do we, what's like the first thing we fucking hear is that, that octave G beeps. Um, listen to the beginning. We've got the G octave. I feel like the 808s and heartbreaks beep is different, though. Yeah. This but is it's still, a this is still... a woodblock like a synthesized woodblock tom sound. But it's still like starting a whole song with just yeah. like this like alien kind of tone that right. like nobody would recognize. And this is like I think okay the 808 kit TR 808 came out I think in like eighty one or eighty two, mm-hmm. right? Um, may I think I know that like it was used on um what's going on. Yeah, that sounds um, right and and was like made pretty famous by that um just the idea that percussion now has a tone like a singable tone this is something that i feel like i really want to break down is the difference between like um i don't know just like juicy music and and or like music that became very popular in the 80s and 90s with like g-funk or or industrial music, or just how electronic music came to overtake acoustic music, I think is because they figured out that if they give percussion a pitch, a tone of its own, that it, that it almost just makes up for it. Let's think, break that down really break, quickly, just in case anybody isn't following. Take the bass so like, drum. Yeah, we've got if you've got your like normal drum set of like a snare, a kick, and shit like that, right. or like old percussion instruments and stuff like that, you've got these kind of unpitched like. Or they're pitched, but it's not it's not picked up that way in the microphone, or it's not it doesn't carry across that way in its musical setting. Like sure, of course, like a, every like bass s- drum, uh, acoustic bass drum, has a pitch right. assigned to it, like based on how it's tuned. But like that doesn't get picked up in the mix if you're in like a rock band and you're doing kick drums every like you know point yeah. eight seconds or whatever. Point is, if you were like to hear a snare drum you wouldn't be like, oh, that's a G flat or something immediately. Like there's probably some form of pitch in there scientifically, but it's like this kind of unpitched sound that's just there for the rhythm itself and not necessarily to add to the harmony. Right. What an 808 and all these musical instruments, these electronic musical instruments are doing in kind of the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s is realizing that there's this like whole world of like untapped pitch and harmony that you can start like really delicately adding into kind of the sonic experience of the song. Right, which has a whole new level of control control because of the new the new uh hardware and the new recording capabilities in the 80s and i want to say um a lot of those recording capabilities and thoughts actually came from um the the french spectral school about looking at acoustics and filters and using electroacoustic music in in a way that was conscious primarily of overtones and 
overtone filtering, which became the whole kind of process that we understand as mastering and mixing, is is like a control of filters. I don't even know if that's something that I. The only thing that I can think of is that like technology companies dealt with both. Like people, like these speaker companies, like Servan and Vega, um, dealt with both avant-garde people. And dealt with like movie theaters and average consumers that wanted like a bigger base for their club and shit like that. Yeah. So, but there is the in the air this now like of the time of like the early eighties, late seventies. There's this like new kind of electronic control that you can have on music, um, and percussion becomes kind of its new defining thing that like you can really amp like the the biggest difference is like i don't know going like do do versus like boom 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 right right boom like You've giving it this. Uh, giving it what you call in music like a a sustain and like a a, a longer decay right cuz you right? have if you're just hitting a drum with like a stick as you were before this kind of era you have like it's basically random like whatever sounds you're getting are just the sounds that you're getting on it hey, like you, you can be really yes. good at it i mean like random a in a sound. scientific way yeah. yeah whereas whereas when you're creating these kind of electronic drum sounds you're able to like Oh, I want it to hit this hard, it, and I want it to last for a zzzz, and, and then I want it to decay away for this long and have right. this huge echo. And this is something that you do as a like like I make I make beats. Every anybody should know that from being on this fucking website. Um, beat me senseless Tuesdays every Tuesday every Tuesday, whether anybody listens or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like that's that's one of the things is that like you you now like i i create bass drums from sine waves from pitched things and just like only play it have it play that one pitch like our entire definition of the bass end of a track is now different yeah and has gone through this transformation of being like a thud to being like the most singing part of the track (laughs) like like 808 melodies are not uncommon now like i mean like I even in like, like Kanye went, do, 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 do. yeah, exactly. Do, do, like, do, right. Do. It has like a voice. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and that adds to the complexity of the music in a huge way here in this song, you still see the separation of the bass drum and the bass getting back to this. Fucking song. Yeah. No, we're, um, <laughs> we're still we're having fun. Um, yeah. But, but you see that, that the thump, and the pitch is still there. Like mm-hmm. it hasn't become one unified thing yet. Yeah, I think. But you see that that melody in the low end is becoming so so much more prevalent because the technology is finally there to match it. And people have never heard bass like that. Yeah. Like even when you go hear like the orchestra with those nine string basses, it doesn't hit you like that. Yeah. You know, it's not like that immediacy. Boom. Yeah. Right. Like that. And and. I, I just have so much to say on bass tones and how it and what and the eighties. I, I shouldn't be allowed to speak anymore for a while. We're gonna do some work and then we're we'll gonna, get back to we're this. gonna do our I got, homework. I got written down a two bar intro of these kind of G's, these like woodblock G's. Let me see if that's right. Two G's and eggs. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Four bar intro. So that's like a two-bar little phrase, right? Mm-hmm. Bong, 
So we've got our C D G B flat G C C T. Yeah, I mean, this shit also D, sounds like it could be an G, F. Right? Flat, turn yeah, around yeah, to F, right? I mean, like it holds so many tonic possibilities, mm. but is recognizable in its own right. I don't know. G G B flat C. Mm-hmm. So we got this kind of half note C, half note C. Slide up to the D. Always sliding to Ds. Um, then G B flat C. So this kind of two bar ostinato, right? One more time. Four bars. That chord positive. Only play five keys at a time. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Is it just f- parallel fifth chords? I feel like we're not used to that. <laughs> Let's back up one more time from the beginning. on G, G minor? I think so. D, 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 C, B flat. Hold on. This is actually like a very lush beginning of sounds that I kind of want to yeah. listen to for a little bit because so, there's not much more to this song. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like. So we've got, I think there's a really nice like breakdown here. So he's got this very bare bones kind of minimal intro, right? Of the four bars of do, 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 do. Yeah. And then we've got the bass. Hang on. Let's go one more time. Intro. Two, three. 16th note, hi-hats, right? And then at the same time, we've got the bass and this kind of mid-range synth, right? Oh, boy. We've got the bass in here. There's something kind of dancing on middle C, right? When that... Ba-bum, ba-bum, ba-dum. But then there's also those G's. Yep, right? the G's stay, I think. I want to have everything kind of in my mind. Let's get that rhythm. So, hold on, pause it. Okay. Eighth note, 16th. Bottom. Tie the 16th over. <laughs> Another two 16th. We've got hi-hat, we've got bass <laughs> drum, and a kick, right? Or... What are the two? What is the distinction between that boom, boom? Is that just bass and snare? Like yeah, hi hat, kick drum and snare. Let's say hi-hat. kick. So because the bass means something different in this. Okay, hi hat, kick and snare is the first sounds we hear, along with the wood blocky. What is the second part? I have ba bum ba bum bum. What comes after? It just repeats. It's that four times. Quarter notes for the low G's. 
No. Wait. So we've got we've got hi hat, kick, snare, woodblock in our first four bars. Then our bass guitar enters in bar five. Bass guitar enters in five along with that one synth. Da 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 da. What notes is that? F and C. Ba bum bum ba bum bum. I thought it was A and G. Hold on. Listen to the middle of synth when the like, bass comes in. Start from the beginning, please. Right? Da dun dun da dun dun. Is it not D and F? Yeah. And then we, you get the stacking. Right, so we've just got the thirds at first, right? And then we've got the full chord. And then you have the synth with the... With the... Okay. Um... Bum, bum. Go one more time from the beginning. Bass and synth. Okay. Sounds like the the organ is going, yeah. With just a C hanging out, right? Da dun da F F F F E I don't hear the last C, I just hear. One more time. I hear it shadowed in the melody above it. I don't hear it like. Okay, it in could it. be. <laughs> you got the pitch wheel over there. I also wanna, I also wanna point out a uh, little tiny guitar comes in with our bass guitar too. Did you yeah. notice that we've got the boom 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 boom, and then in the middle is just this. Really? Yeah, listen. That's the thing that's just hanging on a middle C, yeah, right? Just a little C. And then it picks up here after the synth. Hang on. Right here it comes to the forefront. Isn't that the same instrument? 
It sounds like kind of like it. It's I don't like know. it just it could be like a plucky synth in the beginning, but it do- definitely is a guitar there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's hard to know. It's like really kind of. It's so different dealing with sounds that are not like already instruments. You know what I mean? Like it's not like you can recognize a synth sound the same way that you can recognize. Yeah. Like I, I, at least we can. I, mean, I know that people people out there can for sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, like generally, I feel kind of aware of the different kinds of synths that there are. But when it's so many overlapping contrapuntal voices doing like a lot of the same notes, it kind of just has this very full effect to it that sounds just like a lot is happening which i think is kind of neat and i think we still see that kind of counterpoint today just like layering close family synths yeah no this is like it's got like a super like homogenous sound like, yeah this isn't just like fucking random even with ass, the guitar like, and the organ and like this isn't just a... like picking like a bunch of random presets this is all like a very cohesive kind right. of soundscape of like in- instruments that work well together and i think that also has to do with the ability that you you could control the final product with with in the in the studio too at this point mm-hmm. like you can make all the instruments blend more together with mixing and stuff like that and doing people doing people's parts in different sessions and shit yeah. like that right? um like you so could... let's uh let's try not get too hung up on like writing down the notes i want to get some like structural stuff yeah. so i've got four bars of intro let's go through it four bars of this percussiony intro four bars of this with our new progression boom 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 four bars of the high synth Guitar. This is bar, but like 18, 19, 20. Okay, and is that's that where the voice bars? comes in. So we've got four bars of intro, four bars of our little organ-based synth thing, four bars of our high synth, four bars of just guitar. Then the voice comes in. So four, eight, 12, 16 bars. Really? Yeah, 16 oh. bars before our voice comes in. I suck at counting. In. Yeah, in case you couldn't tell okay. from our last episode. <laughs> Um, so this is kind of, it's nice because each four bars, this is like really cool. Like this is, I don't know. I feel like I always have to address the fact that like people complain about like electronic music, music not being like complicated enough and missing the old days when it was real people. But like in 16 bars, we have had a lot of four different orchestrate, four entirely different orchestrations yeah. of the same basic rhythm, the same basic right. idea. Did you notice in the, in the... 12 through 16 when it was just the guitar that the bass dropped out the bass dropped yeah, out and then yeah, just yeah, came yeah. in with that and the chords are different slightly yeah the bass drops out and just does its little walk up at the end in that right yeah it's yeah. pretty man let's let's do this one more time make sure we got that right see if we notice anything else i also noticed bar uh in the middle of the uh, our second little bars four through eight with our bass, we have that first like super synth, that little like super yeah, high thing. I want to talk about like all the because something that becomes also big is like a ton of smaller details can come into play yeah. when you're doing music Just like on an electronics, effect, like synthesizer yeah. as effect Whoosh. instead of um, right. instead of like musical kind of. Right. This is kind of both. Yeah. Uh, Listen, let's let's listen for that again and point that out. It's in it's going to be in like halfway through bar, halfway through bar like 6 or something. 
So it keep, does it happen every? Yep. yep. So that's another layer of the counterpoint. No bass. And no high thing. Is that the bass or is that a new bass synth? Going no, I think bah, that's, bah, the, bah, that's the bass. Bah, 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 because it's just doing the bass walk up from the... Okay, okay. Or something like okay. that. Bah, 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 so all together, I want to break down all... We should come up with different kind of names for all of this. You seem to kind of have <laughs> I have an up on. arrow for our little synth that goes up. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yep. I've got our, our... Let's call that fifths. Sure. Whatever. Are they fifths? Is that why you're calling fifths them fifths? and octaves. It's like on G's and C's. Okay. Some Rachmaninoff shit right there. Huh? <laughs> Some Rachmaninoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got, so far my instrumentation, hi-hats, kick snare, wood block in oh, the intro. Oh, really quick. Jesus. I want to talk about the snare. <laughs> <laughs> so loud. Keep I, really, I want to talk really quick about the snare sound. You can just play the very beginning, but there's also like a, a downward gliss, glissing sound like sounds, on the snare. It sounds like it's going to be nerdy. No, it's right there. You hear it? All right, so let's break this down. On the on beats two and four, we've got our... And what Sean is pointing out is that it kind of goes... Right, which is not a, which is like obviously not trying to represent an acoustic instrument, which right. is like a big difference to make between electronic drum sounds from the past, where where the sound the goal was to emulate a real drums like real drums. Yeah, now and this it's one we're like giving it celebrating its weirdness, right? And it's yeah. not not realness. We're giving it's it some. We're giving it some character more so than just kind of a what we got rid of its kind of acoustic natural character right. and so we're adding back in this like uh, yeah this kind like, of almost synthetic like a laser character. sound yeah it's right? cool it's got yeah. a kind of robot sound Rome all right automatic. Let's, let's listen to this opening 16 one more time and then we'll uh we'll start the vocal stuff yeah Funk, the real so fucking excess funk shit. guitar right here, right? Yeah. Okay. One last thing I want to point out before we get into the vocal stuff. That high synth bar, like the bar 12, or not 12. Yeah. Can we just... You're doing it with your fingers when you play it right now. On that da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's got this, like, such a silly vibrato going on. Yeah. On that. Can you do it on your pitch wheel? Please just show them. D minor to C major. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got it's got this like pitch bendy little right. that's like super fucking silly sounding right. but works really really well. Yeah. That's super pretty. Mhm. It gives There's it something so much, also like, kind of cool about just like stacking the same exact thing but just another third higher. Yeah. Right? Cuz before we start with this F For some reason, that chord still doesn't sound exactly right minor. to me. Oh, okay. I thought it was A minor. 
in like first inversions no. of D minor. Da, da. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's get to some fucking words. How about how about that? Okay, we're gonna back up. This will be in like the guitar area. Oh, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! What are we doing in D minor? So it does go to F, right? The B flat becomes. D minor. But our bass line is still the same, isn't it? No. We've got our we've got our synth. I, I'm trying to write down that we when the voice comes in, everything drops out. We've still got our little high boy. We've got voice. So it goes from being in C major to being in D minor, but keeps the same patterns. Cause it works, because it always had a B flat in it anyway. Okay. Wait, let me hear the bass line in this when the voice comes in. And also, I just want to say, not what you're expecting vocally, right? Like, yeah. Um, Wait, let me just hear the voice, or the, the thing, and then we'll, we'll talk about the voice. Sorry. Look what you don't do me. I'm a dilly at your whim. All of my defense is down. D flat to D minor. Alright, so our bass line is shifted to B flat, B flat, D, D, G, B, or something like that. There's a little riffing on like, like D, 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 F, 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 and G's. F and Some G. Some pentatonic bass in D minor. Alright. Or wait, no, F major pentatonic. No. Are you sure? So the you would say we're in D know. minor and not B flat major here? Yeah, totally. Totally. Holy shit, there's, okay. There's been because also the E natural up here, right? So it's shifted. Just like what we were saying with how this is a really ambiguous chord progression that seems to start lots of songs, um, or at least two. So <laughs> after our 16-bar introduction, because that's basically what that is now, we've got this like D minor key that starts here where we go 6, 1, 5, 6, 1, 5, 6. Is that like a fair way to say that? Yeah, minor 5, too. Minor right? 5, right. Okay. Keeping, Voice. though, the same... Keeping, though, the same... Right. Right. The D minor without the bass in the guitar right. is what serves as a transition, right? Yeah, because what we have when the voice comes in, we've got our little organ synth from bars four through eight. We've got our fat bass line that changes, but our our synth organ thing remains consistent through this. Yeah. We've also got our That's the same thing. Is it? Yeah. I think so. And we've got our voice. We'll listen to that in a minute. But yeah, voice comes in. Immediately, I, 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 I was looking at YouTube comments for this. Like, the main thing everybody wants to talk about is, like, what gender is this voice? Like, that's, like, the first right. thing that pops that's, up. That is was like, something that came up in my free word association was androge vocal, vocal trend. Right. Androgynous vocal trend. 
really fucking cool because and also futuristic and future shocky and like yeah i don't know this isn't a this isn't a yeah era of robots like genders like maybe right. like leaving kind of futuristic what's going to be happening cloning right cyborg also just like a beautiful fucking voice though oh yeah i fucking yeah, love yeah. this woman's voice um Look what you're doing to me. But also nice because this like awesome fucking unexpected voice comes in right as an unexpected thing happens and we change right. our whole chord progression. And it's lower. The chord progression is lower than you would think. Yep. Right. The key, you go down the circle of fifths, down a flat, and it has a feeling of being lower. I truly believe. Right. Like when the B flat come, turns from being just like the seven on top of a otherwise one. Yeah. No, to very being cool. a, a dropped Schubertian <laughs> six, yeah, low, yeah, low six. Um, look what and I want to, yeah, wait, wait, wait I want to point this like, out. Uh, I want to point this out because I, I feel smart that I just figured this out. Uh, when our organ synthy thing comes in, we've got this repeated da dun da dun da 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 dun da dun da da. When our high synth comes in, we've got it on A da dun da 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 dun da 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 da. Voice comes in, it starts on fucking G. And it's like this very very pretty, almost like suspension kind of sound. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we've got like very gorgeous and goes straight into like like this very dark natural minor, right? But like, like, yeah, I, I think that's really cool. You're right. We've got like three different. We've got this one motive of ba bum ba bum ba dum, and we hear it on like three different pitches within right. the three first twenty four bars of this piece, and which is beautiful. Yeah, like that shit doesn't like when you get kind of a motive in like a pop song, you tend to like stick around the tonality that it originally is in and right. kind of on the notes that it originally is to really drive home the motive. But this right. one like drives itself home by being like being everywhere. It works <laughs> in every, in every like new context that it's in. Yeah. Um, all right, let's keep going where, 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 where we, where we were. We actually paused ourselves. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, seven, six, seven, one, four. B flat, C, D minor, and I think it's important to say that this is not in F major, but in D natural minor. That it that it's not like there has been only D minor, right? We haven't even had an F major chord, have we? I guess like in a kind of in the bass line for the verse. Hold on. There. Yeah. D natural minor. Okay. So I mean, our, our our opening could also kind of be in that too. Like, I don't think so because of the G's, the the two G's that bounce around in the enough. in the tom in the click. Okay. So let me just let me just structure this so we've got it. When the voice comes in, we've got our we've got our little verse, right? Look what you're doing to me. Ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba. Yeah, let's Let me take a look at these lyrics. Look what you're doing to me. Look what you're doing to me. I'm utterly at your whim. 
All my defenses down. down. So that's four bars. That's our new little progression. The camera Welcome. looks through me with its X-ray vision and its sim- systems run all around. I mean, all, a ground, a ground. Excuse me, a ground. That's um, another four bars, and then we get to we get to this new. All I can manage to push from my lips is a stream of absurdities. Yep. Fucking beautiful. Um, so that's our new chord progression. Right. We get a little. We get some new chords there. What were they again? Uh, all I can manage to push from my lips is a stream of absurdities. So we've got all I B can flat, manage to C major, duh, duh, which would be kind of like D minor, na- flat, flat seven or yeah, whatever. Flat seven, natural flat seven. seven. I think of it as such. Da, ba, da, 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 da. And then one stream and, of absurdities. And then minor, G minor five. Yeah, and then that's all I heard. Um, but I want. Uh, <laughs> I gotta stop yelling. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm making pumped. work for you later on. I know what how much I clip. Ah. I'm gonna turn myself down. All right, very um, good. The only thing more helpful than clipping is fucking with the volume knobs in the middle <laughs> of recording. All right, I know. I know. Let's. Um, oh no, but but I mean, obviously, these are not. These lyrics are meant to fit a rhythm more than communicate something cohesive. I think. Yeah. And I and it's also very very colored with like futuristic kind of uh, words right yeah systems x-ray vision my defenses are down yeah it's post cold war shit <laughs> right like i don't know i feel like there's and 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 that i don't know i feel like that uh, vulnerability that that this song talks about this futuristic vulnerability um is really resonant today of of feeling like you're part of like a very futuristic world um and finding like i don't know like feeling helpless and (laughs) and finding that like you can only really get your nut and let loose like by taking part in like another form of weird futuristic kind of cold music but that it's dancing and it's like releasing i don't know i feel like there's something deep to to this era of music like the 1980s for me is like my favorite era of american music um for for a lot of shit yeah because you have this like this new nihilism that that kind of feeds back into like corporatism because it ends up being about like entertainment and not being woke or not having an ulterior motive anymore, like, and, and just surviving through being entertained, hmm. um, which is something that I feel like we still do today. Um, that, that we especially do today. Uh, me especially <laughs> taking a brief moment for harmonic analysis to, to talk about our nihilistic life. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it, it it's, it's a it's something that colors this music that hasn't gone away which is like the the and i feel like something about the natural minor like uh-huh fucking even my student just wrote a song that that goes like that didn't i it was like where no it was 
<laughs> it was like almost the same exact chord progression as this. I, there's got to be some kind of zeitgeist. Call me a conspiracy theorist, man. But I feel like there's something that connects those chords in the in the I don't know in like the social air of today that makes those chords meaningful to people, and that has something to do with the way that our lives are lived. I'm done. I'm gonna <laughs> cut you off, okay. and we're gonna get back to that. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna done. start from where the voice comes in one more time. Sure, sure. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go. I just want to narrate some chords. To me. So this is, we're about to be in bar 21, where we repeat this little four bar progression. Here's our new progression. Six, seven, flat seven, one minor. Minor four. Minor four. We repeat that again. Then we go back to the introduction chord regression. Cool. No way to control. But that D minor suddenly sounds so much sadder, right? Once we once we go to. Because now we actually do hear it in D minor, rather than. Which D minor sounds sadder? The one now in the chorus with the vocals over it than the intro one. Oh. It's the same progression. Yeah. Right? Okay. So now that we've got kind of a new context for it, it doesn't sound like this passing two anymore. Yeah. It sounds like our like sad one that yeah. we're like trying to kind of break. That we're away kind of from. avoid, right? Yeah. No, that's nice. That like things keep taking us back to. Okay, let's let's make sure that nothing. Wait, can you also can you listen for? There's one chord that happens right at the end it's of a that five, chord. I think. Right, it doesn't because it goes. I maybe I don't know. It goes because we're going back to B flat. It's like this. We're on this G minor absurdities. It might either be an F major or a C. Okay, let's hear it one more time. What the fuck is that? Yeah, it sounded like an F. It's like... A it's like a weird out of tune chord. Yeah, it sounds time. like it's got like a pitch bend on it or something mm. like that. Play it again. So it's F-ish. It's F with like a little... Some kind of beat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so that would be like a five of our six or whatever. Yeah, right? Like, or, like the, the pitch wheel, the, the wing, 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 wing sound like adds to it being human, I yeah. feel like, right? Yeah. It's like a nice way to like inject some, uh, some, some, There's some not perfect tones. Yeah. Some like <laughs> something that doesn't sound quite as robotic because right. it gives it this like, ah, sound <laughs> to it. All right. Let's make sure, let's make sure chorus stays the same. D minor, G minor, and now it's a C. Baseline going for a motherfucking walk. B. 
bass bass right. players getting claustrophobic. <laughs> um, so that was that was four bars of our intro. That was another sixteen bars of kind of our intro music, right? Yeah, but I, there's there's a lot of psychological differences besides the fact that there's a voice and that we've been through like D minor, right? I feel like right. Uh, the lyrics can we get no way to control it? The feeling is automatic. No way it's to totally control automatic. it. It's totally automatic. Whenever you're automatic. around. Whenever you're around. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and we've got like our chorus here. No way to control it. Like we've got this whole group of people that just show up for the first time. Yeah, and it's also like the first time that something recurs, like structurally. True. Yeah. Right? I mean, everything repeats itself within itself. Yep. And but. But this is the first time that a section recurs. No way to control it. It's totally automatic whenever you're around. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I, I just get this this like feeling of yeah yeah like 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 exactly what the music is doing. Ooh, I've got coming some, back. I've got some theories coming up that oh, I yeah. wanna I wanna get. I'm starting to formulate some things that I wanna I wanna okay. voice afterwards. Well, if the structural parts of this song are reoccurring and are and are conscious to the song mm-hmm. itself, right? And there's no way of controlling this thing that it kind of feels like neither, like both good and bad, like with a C major and D minor, with yep. this minor five kind of implied, the, the G, B flat, C, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a broken up, ambiguous minor five to kind of connect C and D minor, which is a pretty common way to connect the two. Um, like... It is again just like the the feeling of observing of of witnessing rather than taking part of like that I was talking about earlier with like the feeling of political disconnect that like allowed the Gulf Wars to happen and shit. I I think like I'm I'm just feeling real conspiratorial today. <laughs> yeah, um, just, just making making a Pointer Sisters song into a whole fucking. I just feel like the, this is the this is the staple of '80s music to me, and yeah. and, and has been way before this song. <laughs> like yeah. like like I feel like just in every song there is like you can watch the 80s go from like holy shit we can't care anymore like we have to we can't care anymore about this to then to then caring too much about themselves by the end of the 80s and having like hair metal and shit (laughs) and then that's when white music died also with like rock music um but this is this is like something that's enjoyable for everybody because it it gives up a political identity but ascribes itself a social identity of being futuristic which is i think something that everybody kind of relates to in like a world where technology kind of pushes all of the markets and the economies yeah um no i got i i i got i got thoughts on this and um, and this recurring part with the c major and the d minor right yeah like let's i i feel like that's just like a perfect symbol it always seems like a perfect symbol in this room Whatever yeah, the fuck we think seems of, seems like it's so smart. <laughs> Let's keep going for a little bit. Where are we starting from? Okay. D minor. All right, so 
Yeah, we've got our we've got our four bars of no way to control it, and then we've got another four bars of the same thing where our bass decides to take a walk. Yeah, it goes into like some C major pentatonic shit. Yeah, our bass decides to start strolling around and going up. Um, we get another four bars of that, so that lands us on bar forty-one. No, forty-two. We're gonna be at bar forty-two now. Let's see what happens next. Down, down, down. Good, good, obvious text. This reminds me of some Parliament shit. This break right here. So we've got another, we've got another four bars of this dope shit. So I would say this four bars mirrors are like bars four through eight. We've got just our bass and our like organy mid-range kind of synth. We've got kind of that yeah. orchestration again, except mm-hmm. we've got these fucking singer, the automatic, yeah. and the fucking the luring of the luring in of automated the, like, the corporatism. <laughs> it's like the sirens on yeah. the rocks, just like <laughs> trying to get you to come over to the automatic version of life. Right, and then like the the dude, I feel like that dude is just like the fucking like commercial like announcer like hype man he's like come on down to get the right automatic <laughs> like he's got this like pharmaceutical disclaimer at the end of the yeah. commercial <laughs> don't take another day. <laughs> <laughs> automatic um yeah yeah this yeah. bars this bar these four bars are fucking like out of out of this whole song like thus far this fucking these four bars hit me something yeah. about like the whole vibe changes in these four bars and it just turns into like a totally different kind of atmosphere yeah. with that like that sit that like melody in the chorus Auto. like the long lines like so yeah far which has this, not happened ba, 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 right? Ba, da, right everything's been so staccato that's right that's right yeah 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 and then all of a sudden we just got this and you just like you're just like oh yeah like so slow and it's so like nice yeah mm-hmm. um and it's also like metrically just the same right yeah uh just half it's like the most mechanical part of the song arguably but also the most alluring yeah um no. and it's like sweet and and uh calling i think you used the word siren i think that's totally right like it it does seem kind of like something like some line to be crossed for the listener right like um that it that it exists in a different narrative field than the rest of the song yeah because it's also it's the first time that our like (laughs) our singers abandoned us and (laughs) it's also the like the first time backup singers have sung something without the main singer yeah no like our main singer has been here since and this is just such a classic use of the choir and the backup vocals right it reminds me of this personal shit that i love right uh hither this way this way this way this way it's about like people never mind um, but it's just a similar thing. Someone's got Purcell on the brain again. <laughs> All day long. Um, um, yeah, yeah, so we've talk got... about hits, man. Purcell. We should do dildo and anus. <laughs> um, okay, so my theory right now is that we're just going to repeat from bar 17 now. It sounds like the singer's You know the came... song better than I do, having listened to it. No, no, no. I mean, just from having caught like the next couple seconds, it sounds like we're back to our kind of D minor chord. The voice comes in and okay. repeats the thing. Let's hear it. Well, I mean, there's there. Th- this is a fully compact 
like statement i feel like as is yeah no like, like so we've far returned, yeah yeah no at this the point is... of recursion i feel like is always when the song could potentially close for the first time structurally right, right? like and it's very satisfying right here <laughs> if they stop the song right here i would still think this was a hit yeah <laughs> and all they need to do is do it twice <laughs> Because it's complete, especially with the little coda of the automatic. Like that could just play sixteen times and slowly fade out, and I would like, I would just be like, ah. <laughs> I would, it would lull yeah. me right into a fucking robot Absolutely. dream. Absolutely. Let's hear it. It's also so Quincy Jones off the wall. Michael Jackson shit too, right? Was the organ so present in the first verse? Probably. There's just so many subtle little five chords. Yeah. So we got another two of these. And then we going back to the chorus here. Do better. Is our bass gonna take a walk? Did it do a new, a different walk? Well, the metric changes too, right? Like now it feels like okay, <laughs> we're gonna stop before that oh, yeah. scary. <laughs> um, the metric changes. What do you mean? Um, no way to control it. Automatic. Right. We go from like offbeat syncopations to. Uh, but I, I mean, just also like the the harmonic. I don't know. Just like I feel like that's something that most dude. I listened to this bro on the bu- on the New Jersey bus the other day, on the cell phone talking about how he just he. I really like tempo changes, <laughs> and I was trying to figure out what that meant because he. Ha- I was looking at his iTunes from behind him. He was like going through his music, talking to somebody on the phone, uh-huh. um, and he was talking. And it was like all this just like EDM like dubstep shit, yeah. right? Where where it's not a literal tempo change, but it but it feels like one. Yeah. Right. And I feel like that's something important to address that we kind of forget about sometimes because we have such a such a rigid understanding of of like rigid in a good way of like tempo and structure of rhythms and shit like that that yeah. like no you're just going into half notes it still shares the sim the same beat but for a lot of people when yeah. like when shit goes into halftime right or when shit breaks open like it feels really different to them and they feel like it's slower okay now I know I get what you're saying and and I feel like that's something also that psychologically kind of ha- has a huge way in how we hear this automatic part, Where did right? you use rhythmic modulation? Um, well, and it was just breaking that down. What we're talking about modulation? is metric modulation. I don't know what you said it originally that got me confused. But like, yeah, we're, we're talking about how the song so far has really been moving in like notes that are generally pretty quick yeah and we've got like the bass like the that's like everything's been this fast pace yeah if the hi-hat is a 16th note then things are moving in quarter notes pretty much like we've got these like really flowing lines yeah and then all of a sudden when this this heavenly little chorus that acknowledge the quarter note and play off of it right 
That's a that's a big thing. Is that like the the eighth note lines aren't so much about creating a steady thing of eighth notes as much as it is accenting the the quarter note. Yeah. Ba 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 versus ah to which ha, which pays no attention to the quarter notes. Yeah, which just like notes. disregards like the 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 rhythmic feel that we've been in so right. far and swaps it out for this like four bars of like this new feeling. Right. And also, but some of the some of the lines like I think like the guitar line stays right and it gives it a whole new groove. Right, because suddenly instead of being like ba bum ba bum ba da, it's like ba bum ba bum ba da, ba bum ba bum ba da. Yeah, da, 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 no, da, that's da, true. Da, 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 it has like a way fatter feeling, right? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna. Oh wait, I I would like to title that that portion of the podcast uh, Sean's Sean's bus story, because <laughs> last week we also had a similar story about what? your bus ride across the George Washington Bridge, where you talked about Billy Joel and listening yeah. to him with like. I feel like you should come at us with a weekly bus to Jersey story, <laughs> dude. Bus you gotta to get Jersey. One I, I spy people because people are on that bus for like an hour. I guess I'm only on it for like twenty minutes, but people really like unload and like get their computers out, and I'm I'm always sitting on like on top of the tire the yep. left tire is that was spot. that was this week's uh bus story we're gonna come at you next week maybe with I, bus well, story. Yeah, I gotta go today yeah so. maybe we'll get a new one for today but i gotta <laughs> take a, a one of our trademark pee breaks okay <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> yeah. where the fuck were we? we're i'm back from the pee break um we we just did our big repeat of our verse and chorus and our siren like fucking okay so we've had this this is important too because i heard i I caught a sneak peek of the fact that we're about to do something big in the song and it's really nice that it comes after the most relaxing part like it adds to the shock and i also want to say that there is something automatizing about repeating the whole thing Mm -hmm. even even the section of like individual pathos yeah. Of of the individual. Um, we'll talk more about this later. But okay. but I, I just want I like I think in a song called Automatic, repeating like an entire musical reprise just exactly the same has a different kind of meaning than in a song sure. where they don't address things automatically happening. Yep. Is I, that a I, stupid I, thing to say? <laughs> no, I, I, I get that. Um okay. 16 I don't know what bar we're going to be in but let's let's I feel it. like we got to let go of the bars <laughs> Pause that shit what what ba ba does it go to D flat? Why does it go to D flat? Right? Okay, so does after it go to D flat seven? Does it have that beat natural? I think so. So is it like a so wait augmented six of G flat or F major? augmented six of f major that's like or it's like a i don't know it feels like we're it's trying to modulate us to it g scares flat major me. right it's <laughs> trying to take me somewhere i don't want to go <laughs> okay so we've got this automatic <laughs> chorus and what then fucking ha- what's this happening? fat like sawtooth synth thing shows up yeah. and just goes let's hear that again let's hear that again it's like the most shocking thing in the song so far after the lure by the way after i'm so kindly invited Oh, mad it. 
pause that shit. D. Yeah, so it's like it wants to take us to... But then it doesn't. But then it doesn't, right? It just... Talk about, I mean, like, making it... This is like some Stravinsky shit right here. Is that what it's doing? D flat, D... I think so. E flat, D... And we go back? Wait, it goes back to C, right? I think so. One more time. Well, with a G under it, like a dominant pedal. Mm. Right? Da, 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 da. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. It's like not even tonal anymore. It's like breaking yeah. apart. So we've got this. We've got this. This fat bass that comes in and tries to totally change the key. And I feel like there's a G flat to F. Yeah, that sounds right. It's nuts. One more time. One more time. This is this is too weird to not listen to a couple times. It's like da 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 dee bump, da da dee bump, right? Da 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 ba dee dee da da dee da 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 da, and then like da da dee don't don da 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 dee da. Yeah, that's it. That seems like that makes sense. Yeah. One more time. You backed up so much. No bass line except here. Get ready. It's no, it's like a march, right? It's like bow, bow, bow. Hey. Holy shit. <laughs> Back to our Back original to key. Stop it really quick. <laughs> some 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 funky as fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's what's going on in my mind. It sounds like there is like some kind of copy and paste up the chain <laughs> like modulation happening in this right. new saw sawtooth thing that starts off going. Then we go back to G. It doesn't want to move. And then it happens higher, right? Yeah. Uh in a different key. I don't know what that second key was. I'm not that far. I think actually the D flat happens again, and then the second, then then the the are the supposedly familiar part changes. So this is some shit that like I, we literally might want to write out verbatim. Yeah, I've got I've got. <laughs> so we've got this. I'm just writing out the bass line. D flat C ba ba da 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 D da da da. It goes G flat F dumb. Hey G flat F. G flat F, F D flat 
G flat, F, D flat, C flat, D flat. And then the G, G stomps. And then, yeah, our little march it's like on WC. G. like Debussy. Yeah. The, the... Bum, 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 bum. Okay, so four bars of crazy shit. Back to our march. Let's go. Oh, uh, shit. Two. Back to D flat. Now this time the pedal changes. Um, so we go to a, like a E flat kind of march. So our first one was kind of a G flat march, and then no, D. the first one is a G march. Yeah, G march. Da, and then da, B da, flat in the bass, um, and B flat in the bass, right? Because yeah, bass? because it's a fifth dominant pedal again. <laughs> G. G in the bass. B flat in the bass. Oh no, it's a low E flat. Yeah. E flat. Okay, and so bum, 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 bum. Bum 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 bum, bum 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 bum, bum 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 bum. The E natural. Is that a five bar phrase? Dude, listen to that. It's the so it comes in here. I'm gonna back it up to the this part's weirding me out. I think it might. Here. Yep. Jump the gun. Five, six, six, seven, eight. It's eight. No, it's four, one, six, seven. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. So, so we've got this. Yeah, eight-bar phrase. So we go from uh, five of G flat, which we never get, right? G dominant with our normal little. Sorry, I'm zoning out. To then we have this down. again. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum. We have it all again, and then now it's E flat. Yeah. So eight bars. Four bars of E flat, then five bars of. Four bars of E. And then I think we go back to the G dominant, but I'm not quite so sure. Okay. So I'm writing this out in a stupid, very classical way. We've got the bia da da dee da da dee da 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 then G's for f like four four beats, right? Bum right. bum bum. Then repeat it all. Are you ba, doing a second da, ending, da, my dude? That's our E flat, right? Uh-huh. Okay. And then we go up to E natural. Do we? And that's where we're at. Okay, let's let's back up a sec. E flat. All right, good. Yeah, it like goes to like this sounds like Sonic music <laughs> with all over the. Wheel, 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 wheel. So um, we got E. Our base, our baseline basically is jumped up a minor third. 
If we were on E, D flat, da, dum. Now we're on E, da, dum. Yeah. Okay. Um, da, da, though in my da, ear, da, I feel da, like, da. yeah, I hear it more as like it goes up from E flat. But that's such a stupid difference. Um, it doesn't make a difference. What's the next note? E da dum, B da dum, F sharp, E. A, G sharp, because it's five of A, right? Yeah, but we got E, D, B, B F, sharp, F sharp, E, B, A, G sharp, E, A, G sharp, E, D, E. And then, and then we bum, have back, bum, yeah, bum, back bum. to our G's. Back to our bum, 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 bum. Back and we've got like eight of those, right? Bum, 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 three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? Okay, I think we've got this part. And then do we just go right back? Let's 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 get this whole part and then figure let's talk about it a little broader, okay? Okay. Jeez. G da 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 E flat march. Right. Bum bum. E to A. A little funky fucking Okay, Weird. so then we go. <laughs> Wait, but then we go back to our little end of the chorus. Automatic. Right. It's almost like all of the tonal tension got wrecked. Yeah. For the hook. <laughs> like they just decided to do the most ear shattering things. <laughs> Not ear shattering in a harsh way, but where it totally erodes your. We're going to have to come up with some, some ideas about what that section is talking about. Taking drugs. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and forgetting, <laughs> forgetting your pain. All right. Um, so that part's nuts. We'll we'll have to we'll have to write that out in like a, its own little way because that's a very funky section to harmonically try to figure out. I think it's pretty clear. I mean, like if you think of it in blocks of tonality, I feel like there's always so the the second think of it in what six measures, right? There's six big sections. First, we have five of G flat. Yeah. That resolves to G to 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 C to a desire to be in C, right? Then we have F or G flat again. Yep. Um, but that turns out to be go to E flat, right? Which is a little more triumphant. Starts climbing up to E. Which is five of A. And then back to G. And then we get our chorus, right? So it's an uneven number. Well, not I mean six isn't uneven, but I mean like you know what I mean. Measure it's not four, like the rest of the song. Yeah. Okay. Let's see where the song goes from there. I think it might be pretty chill from here on out. Let's, I, let's finish. That's it. enough for anybody. <laughs> And this. That fucking Sonic thing. Why? <laughs> so 
twice. If we get two of these. Back to our verse. Really? Then our new little climbing thing. Okay, and back to her. Yeah. That was the first bass hook. I wonder if they're all the same. Fuck, that's it, isn't it? Yep. I just spanked Leo for all those billions out there. And then we just fucking fade out on this chorus plus singer. Both at the end. Important to important to notice. Singer and uh, singers and backup singers all together as this whole song fades out, just repeating the automatic chorus. Uh huh. After a very bizarre turn of events, which seemed to have no bearing on the rest <laughs> of the song. <laughs> all right. So basically, <laughs> let me just let me just go through this sheet that I'm going to post up later for us. We've got our four-bar intro. We progressively thicken our texture and show off different orchestrations every four bars in our 16 bars of kind of pre-song, pre-singer Sounds like you're giving in. a book report. Yep. Uh, singer comes in, we get our verse, which has two really pretty kind of sections in it. It's got our like six, one, five, six, one, five, and then that climbing section. Six, and one, then, five. Uh, six. Sorry, no. Oh. Six, seven, one, five, boom, beam, um, I don't bum. hear that minor five like I wish I did. And then chorus. By the automatic. And then automatic. Automatic. Notable that the bass is not playing during that really nice part. Yeah. And we get replaced. And so, no, right, no bass. We repeat the whole thing from where the voice comes in. That's kind of our verse and chorus again. Yeah. We've got this fucking earth shattering uh, middle section. What do you call <laughs> What is that? Is that our is that our bridge? I guess. <laughs> a bridge it's like that a fucking is on fire. <laughs> is that where everybody challenges each other to a dance off and yeah. blows their brains this out is- on the dance floor? <laughs> like it's some psychedelic but not in the psychedelic like way of the 60s or 70s. It's yeah. a psychedelic in like <laughs> the in like the uncomfortable drugs. This like, is like the, like speed is, you see how, and PCP. How, how how fucked you can get in 16 bars. <laughs> <laughs> like, how much trouble can you make? This is where you chords. pull out a fucking chainsaw and just start <laughs> slicing up the dance floor. <laughs> and then go back to fucking normal about 16 bars later. Um, <laughs> I mean, this might be our our one perspective of the turbulent view of the outside world outside sure. of outside of the sanctity of the automation. And then we go back to our, oh, wait, no, of note, though, of note, though, 
is that our crazy section ends with two times of our just chorus automatic singers. Yeah, that was no, kind of new. No, no verse, no chorus, no like initials half of the chorus, just the last part of the chorus where they do the 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 siren like automatic, and then a last a last verse and chorus and a fade out on the chorus. Yeah, um, that's our whole song, folks. Good night. <laughs> 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 the Law and Order SVU. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we gotta take that song apart sometime. Is it? Is it E? No, I think it's. What the fuck ever. Um, All right. So I feel like we just went on like a roller coaster, man. Um, I feel like this song tried to prove us wrong right after we were getting somewhere with our little metaphor. When yeah. I threw in a little jam session. I mean, I want everybody out there to know that it's easy to just try to squeeze an agenda into a song. I yeah. recognize fully that like that talking about, I don't know automation and like economy and world <laughs> and like the yeah, cold war this and is shit a good time is, to... is a it sounds like i'm wild and but i'm not like like we, um i'm I... i'm a wh- hold on um <laughs> i just i have to say this get it out. i have to say this like my opinion does not mean very much to me everybody <laughs> like i don't i hold no stock in any of these crazy theories other than like they're they're like a way that I experience music, right? Like, um, and, and at the same time, it doesn't really take much. If you know a little bit about music theory to like write down the numbers like we do also. Um, I would like to point out too, I, I, this is a good little story time. I was asked once in college to write like a, like a essay on why like Jane Eyre, was like a piano piece by Schumann. Which is absurd. Dumbest assignment I've ever had. Uh, but I did it, and I gave like a huge introduction just referencing, there's this phenomenon with like babies and human brains where like seeing, yeah, you see faces. Like human brains are geared to just notice faces in places. Yeah. If you ever just like looked at like a wall that has some shit marked on it, your brain automatically tries to find a mouse, tries to make eyes, it and look nose. like your your dad. Yeah, <laughs> and um, sorry, dad. And it it uh in the same way, like if you want to look, you'll find something if you just kind of right. look at it long enough. And like, I connected a whole Schumann fucking like 20 minute piece to Jane fucking air for which no weren't reason. even written like, like with each other in mind. In no, in no way. Totally disconnected. And it was kind of nice. It had a little arc to it and everything worked out right. nicely. So but, like, but the value to doing something like that is to kind of capture a, like a somewhat of a narrative trend from the time that you're, because Jane Eyre and the only thing similar about them is that they were ri- both written what like in like the eighteen forties or fifties, sure. right? Like like the the assignment was from a music history teacher. Yeah. First off, like um, but like what we're doing here is kind of we kind of, I forget what that word is for seeing patterns where there aren't any. Yeah. But like kind of a celebration that anybody can kind of see into songs that way too i feel like people aren't really aware that you of how much bullshit you can attach to songs but right? like at the same time like a lot of the things that we're talking about i don't think are, are like super far off the mark like our where we like tie it all together and try and like make it a neat little bow can be a little suspicious but like there's certain aspects of this song and certain things we talk about that are purely theoretical but i think like a lot of people would like agree with like we've got this like the automatic kind of chorus part. Like, this song is pretty on the nose about the automation. I feel like there's not there's not really 
Sure, but things like things like the the kind of alluring nature of that one part of the chorus, like that, you can't really argue with that. Like that has a that is a very That's like, right. Everybody, firm. you can't argue with us. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm getting off track. We're getting. We don't Let's, mean to um, apologize. We listened back to us apologizing for ourselves. Yeah, we're too done much. apologizing. But but hold on, really quick. Like, I think more than anything, I don't think that any of the if there are things that we're pointing out i don't think that they're intentional within the people that wrote the song or or that they have to be intentional or that it's important that it is intentional i don't think it's important that like these people weighed their options of acoustic music versus digital or like um yeah like electronic music and decided to make a narrative about one losing themselves to the bureaucracy of like globalism (laughs) like no but what i do think is that like there are life pressures attached to every single time that like find ways of expressing themselves through like the unconscious act of writing a song with music because there's so much to think about that you can't think clearly about anything and like a lot of the times that's why the music is so rich is because you could like a big amalgamation of a lot of feelings of of personal feelings and like time time related feelings come to the surface when you're trying to organize sound and you can't think about how to organize your thoughts yeah right like a lot of writing is is done through ignorance that's great i feel like in fact i feel like the truly great truly complicated songs there's no possible way anybody can think of, think on that many levels about the implications of of the harmony and melody and lyrics and how they combine because the, they just combine in way too many ways for any one person to be conscious of um like well well put um so there i i dig it i'm on board and at Was the same time, I disagree with every single thing you said. <laughs> and at the same time, I'd go to wanna, bat against you do, in front of the court of law. I want to do a, uh, before we talk about some kind of lyrical stuff and some themes in the song. I also got to get ready to go to work. I got to, I got to, I want to, I want to do a section where I, I would like to call like the shit that like you notice when you're just dumb and listening to this song and not aware of any of the shit we just did, yeah. which is kind of how I listen to all music. I like to think is cause like I never try to theorize or figure out what's going on when no. I first listen to something like i'm just kind of sitting there and like parts stick out to me as being very cool some of the parts stick out to me in this obviously the fucking chorus with the with the the, gotta give it up to my chorus like that jumps out every single time i fucking hear this song it's just this blissed out moment um but another one i want to talk about i'm trying to think of why it's so good is kind of the second half of the verse because we've had this uh, so look what you done to me. I'm utterly at your whim. Or wait, what is it? Look, look what, what you done, done to me. I'm utterly at your whim. All my defenses are down. down. Right? But then, so we kind of get immersed in that, which has its nice little poetry of the down going down with that chord. But then this, uh, the rhythm changes for all I can manage to push from my lips is a stream of absurdity. Right. Bum. Every word I Right? They always go up on the second half of that. And it's really pretty because it's this um it's this rising vocal line. Da 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 which is basically like it reverses the contour of the melody, right? 
because so far we've got this ba bum ba bum ba da right. da da da. We've got these falling lines that are like right. so uh, like that, and then all of a sudden we've got this like hopeful kind of da da. Uh, all I can manage to can manage to push my lips is a stream of absurdity. Totally, totally. Like it's this fucking beautiful ass part that changes the whole kind of contour of it. It's this rising well, line. I would say in order to land somewhere, you gotta be you gotta go up. To mm-hmm. go down, right? I feel like that's a that's a very common pre-chorus kind of device, right? Sure. Um, and it works because of that exactly. I mean, like literally, even the word "down" is used. Um, and also, think about the other rising, the really bizarre rising of. Yeah, that's the same melody, right? Oh, like well, it's the All same I rhythm. This is yeah. Da, this is da, the one da. part where we get the like da 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 da. But that part's beautiful, and too because the the harmony underneath it matches. Reminds it. Me of like the that. harmony matches the contour of the vocal line, though. And this is such a I don't know. I feel like um, this is like a chord progression that has plagued my entire conscious life. In many different forms, in many different genres. Flat six, flat, flat, six, seven, flat seven, one, one. minor one, yeah. right? Um, or four, five, six, depending on which way you like to get stroked. But it mirrors. But, it mirrors how you're like hearing, because the the melody because is what like you're hearing the, is what is the emotional effect. It's like a onomatopoeia, like yeah. a musical onomatopoeia. Because you're, I mean, my ear <laughs> automatically rising. knows, like, listens to a voice first and foremost in a song, and I'm hearing this rising melody, and it's working so well because like the the harmonies underneath it are like perfectly in like cohesion with it, right? We've got this like rising harmony that then falls when the voice right. falls, and it's fucking super poetically done and super gorgeous. Um, are there any other parts that stuck out to you? I, I mean, obviously, like the the can of worms that is the weird scaling. Yeah, like where where like tonality, which is supposed to be like the the air and oxygen of the song, is just like totally put through the rudder for no reason. <laughs> um, I I'm kind of partial to that just because I I feel like it has a really ungrounding property and then it just all happens again and i feel like there's something bigger here that we're missing that can that can add to like uh, our general kind of concept of this song as like a, a rising to releasing your your own autonomy right like uh or like a like a wave of your a, own autonomy. A, that's what i mean yeah yeah a wave of like being fed up having had enough and finally throwing your own like personal self to the wind to take part in this cog and wheel dance like cog and like that that just keeps going right right like no um, we've got uh, let's but i don't see how this like weird hellscape of chords <laughs> dude what like, if that applies. is what if that is like the matrix like you rip away the, uh, <laughs> that's that's the you, only thing that i can see that's what i said it's like a window into like the turbulence of like unorganized life let's let's explain this for a second we've got like We were talking about this a little bit earlier. So our verses in this song are really kind of like lyrically negative for the most part, right? Look what you're doing to me. I'm utterly at your whim. All my defenses Mm -hmm. are down. I mean, not negative, but not... It might not be... It could be construed badly. Like it's not necessarily... Like it could be a love song, 
But it's like a love song about talking about how you're just like this helpless, just infantile. Right. You and can't lots of do me. anything. Lots of I and Lots me. of talking about yourself. Lots of talking about kind of what you can't do anymore. Sort of like this like negative, negative in that way. And it's also in this like kind of negative tonality, right? We've got this kind of B flat, D minor, like this, yeah, the verse, these words. Shit. Cause we start out, we start out pretty positive. We start out with this, bum, 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 bum. right? It sounds like it's gonna be kind of a power. It's silly. It's got like the little, the little wee 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 wee. Yeah, sounds. we've got this like it's bumping. It's got like a groove, and then it gets sad all of a sudden. And then our like our like star singer with like the unexpected voice comes in and kind of just it 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 kills like the opening vibe. I don't a think bit. it kills it. I think it it, it, it shifts it. It it adds another layer, right? Sure. It adds a dimension, um, like literally tonally, but also like with the mood, right? right? It's like I think that this is an important thing to also understand is that like many like the order in which moods are presented is a is a kind of piece is a kind of like connect the dots narrative in itself. Like yeah. party then zoom in on sad girl at like with low voice, yeah. <laughs> like, like at like feeling conflicted about party. Right. Sure. Like and, if and, there's a and, music video to this, and it could then be like, everybody starts to sing around her and the melody starts to rise and then she joins. Right? It could be like, like yeah, if a music video is shot of this, it's like you're at the disco fucking like camera panning around and then like zoom in on the singer. Who's like kind of like by herself wandering around, not like fitting into like, right. the rest of it. Right. Right, right, and, and then, then gets pulled into it, but like momentarily gets pulled it, in after like the biggest fall, though. Yeah, has this like moment of like da 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 da. Like there's this kind of empowering feeling of yeah. like da 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 da. Mm-hmm. The first time, though, I think this is really important too. Is that the first time that that little section happens? Uh-huh. Da, da, da. That's wrong chord. Da 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 da. da. Everybody goes up, or something like that. It's like this. Uh, and then it just relaxes into like, almost like being just shifted into another gear. Right? It's like this. Yeah. It's like the first half of that section is this kind of try once and like, dumb, like it gives up. Second time. Da, da, and then boom, we have like, you join the right, automaton. Because it's something deep within us to just to, to uh, comply. Yeah, I think, and it's it's an it is an automatic thing that I think most people are are do on their daily life. Which brings is, us to our chorus, which is no way to control it. It's totally automatic whenever you're around. No, I. No, I. Yeah, we're not talking about me. We're talking about we're talking about just what there's happens no way to when control you're it. here. Like what happens when you're around, and like your could still be like a love song about this one person. Or it could just be like a metaphor for like joining this like mindlessness of what's going on. Like yeah, this party. Or it could be also because um, whenever you're around, I feel like is a misleading line that there's not really a lot on about this song that that is a I don't know. It's like I feel like the most forced lines in the song are the ones that are like hint at love or whatever, right? That hint at like some kind of yeah, because it, like because it doesn't song, it doesn't fit with like the the I that's don't true. know no like a love song a love song is appropriate for like yeah like a only have eyes for you right. you're like slow dancing with each other that's a love song this song is like more about something something bigger that like I feel like some producer kind of slapped love into that's to what sell I'm, it, that's what I'm right? kind of yeah I feel like there's some lines that 
that don't that that seem to stick out like a robot at your command right yeah um what is it like it seems like a lot of it doesn't really need the reference to love and it doesn't really lose any of its meaning if you take it out yep um we also have this like i don't know i like the idea of there's like imagery in the verses of like organic uh i don't know lips lips speaking winds up in circuitry when this like sad thing happens uh legs too weak robot at your command my hands perspire and shake like a leaf like there's these kind of like natural things that you are like giving up when you get to the chorus and it becomes like fully an offering of automatic (laughs) like we've got this like an offering of your of your uh own agency piece by piece part by part yeah (laughs) like you're Um, you're you're giving up it's a beautiful what, song. what you are wait let me see the credits hold on roll, you're giving up what you are to to turn into this like automatic. rock walsh and mark goldenberg yeah uh ruth pointer on the on the fucking beautiful ass voice mm. super low voice oh yes um no there's 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 some like fucking deep shit in this song man i feel like it can connect really really powerfully to the stuff you were saying earlier about this attitude of like protesting against like wars didn't help like nothing like the the, a certain kind of morality in like human nature i feel like started to just kind of evaporate after kind of i feel like the hippies were kind of the last big push of like this big like global moral agenda kind of yeah thing and then everything just kind of was like and eh, well, now just get a day job and like try to do good, I guess. Like right. everybody kind of gave Which up. Which is and more was, like, akin to my existence than any of the other songs we've done. Yeah. Um, um, and this song. This is also a crazy similar song, I feel like, to things on 808s and Heartbreaks. To which ones? To 808s and Heartbreaks, I feel like. But has some of that Motown tonal flavoring of like the ambiguity kind of. It's a cool in-between. Like it's this like electronic kind of like ambiguously kind of unfeeling song that that also just has this yeah no that has this like dark Dark modern shadow to it yeah no this song like that's something that i always thought was interesting about this song too is it's like no actually i only started thinking about it when we started recording this um it's like a super pumped up like excited bumping song and I feel like the more and more you listen to it, like it just gets a little bit sadder every time. I think what happens is that you're just in this room with me for way too long <laughs> and you start to feel as depressed as I do about, I be- <laughs> about everything. And everything starts to sound sad and for those paranoid and there's no there's no goodness in we're, the end we're, of any song. When you when you are out here, yes, as you we start are. to take this mentality. Yeah. And it only happens out here. Only out here. I mean, probably other places too, but mostly out here. If you want, if you want a taste of it, you have to get out here. Out here. That's the most common. Looking at this circus tent. Get. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. It, Should we do songwriting? Some? Is a powerful, um, kind of, I don't know, like wild, wild card. I feel like things like this are like one hit wonder songs they're not really a one hit wonder no they got some other yeah. ones i thought i thought we were going to get through this song in like 45 minutes and have to do another one but fuck we've we've gone way too long already yeah i gotta um, already i gotta go let's do some let's do some closing <laughs> i live here and i have to go that's let's how do long some, we've done you this. have to get out of here <laughs> that's it uh, no i have to go be out here out there out there um closing closing, closing thoughts i i want to so I wanna... your honor in conclusion no, first off i want to say um 
that middle section, that middle section threw me for a fucking loop. Man. Yeah. I don't know, like, as, as try as I might, like, I have no idea what that shit's about. Other than being, like, really compelling, I guess. Like, that's yeah, like a, it's like a craft work or, like, it yeah. ki- kind of almost feels like these more avant-garde, like, like Zappa type type or like yeah especially magma. When we were listening to magma the other day or or henry cow especially because right? like harmony also kind of drops out a lot in it yeah like you just get overwhelmed you just with get that cord. synth sound yeah like however which, much they tried to exemplify like a certain line or melody or something beforehand like this is the most present in the song like yeah you can't do anything but like get fucking grabbed by this and like right. shaking around and um, and it's like disorienting. I feel super like, disorienting. Um, and but what I like about the disorientingness of the '80s versus the disorienting of the '70s and the '60s is that it, there's it doesn't hide behind anything. It's not disorienting because it has lots of reverb that echoes itself, or it creates a it creates a cosmetic effect like phasers or something like that. Like, yeah. Like shit in the '80s when they want when they want to cause you pain or something like that they do it in like i find the most simple effective fucking way it's like some some weird like 80s voodoo yeah i don't know no that's true like i I, talking about 80s music this vaguely people are probably thinking that i'm talking that i'm thinking about like (laughs) like bon jovi or something i don't i don't know i'm thinking about like real industrial shit like Rising of the Red Sand shit. I'm thinking about noise. I'm thinking about like punk music. I'm thinking about dance music, like electronic dance music. Yeah. I'm thinking about early hip hop. Yeah. And and all of these new forms that seem to that be just, like, so direct kind of hit you over the head right. with like how out there they are and how direct, like how like how how just like they don't there's not really a need to hide behind effects like or and and at the same time though i mean the 80s was very much where effects were kind of created it's a it's a weird thing i don't know there's there's something that i, w- I want to do more 80s songs to get to the bottom of it i want to i want to draw attention to just also that yes this is the beginning of like electronic music and having like yeah electronic music and kind in of a, a, in a public way and a more and a more like simplified kind of like music just in the fact that you can create it literally on a computer you don't have to have everybody there like yeah. it's a much easier music to create the rise of cakewalk of but, programs and but tapes but but and... but but listen when you're listening to shit like this like listen to the fucking details yeah. like it's fucking gorgeous like i feel like we 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 started this song like hyper detailed in our like analysis of it. Like I've got just like, had to go through. I've got so many notes at the beginning of this about like every little voice that's added and every little rhythm that changes. And then like we it was like overwhelming to yeah. like do that. So we just kind of eventually gave up and tried to get through the whole song because yeah. that's what our goal is every time. But like every little thing in this song changes and like yeah. changes ever so slightly in ways that are in ways that are so carefully crafted. Right. I mean, like, and we didn't even really talk about, like, the, the vocal technique or, like, just, like, get even del- delve into that at all. But the whole way that this song is communicated is part of its identity, of course. Like, yeah. not just the chords and the uh, and the order in which they happen, but, like, how this, how this, like, narrative has its voice through this, like like low husky alluring kind of thing is yeah. is its staple like package like it's the, the the delivery of it is so crucial to it being accepted as like a 
as a song to dance to, I feel like, or a song to enjoy yourself to rather than a song to stress yourself out to. Yeah. Like it gives you, (laughs) it gives you a vibe on a different level too. Like what we were talking about with like the music video and like a party and stuff happening is that like you, you, it's a, it's a song that, 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 um, it's like, I feel like it's like almost like an introvert's like party song, right? Yeah. Is like, is like, it's, there's this huge party happening and everything's super pumped up. And then you just zoom in on the, the one person that that's not drunk having at, a good time. That gets drunk for the first time yeah, at like, the party. Th- that there's just like this low voice kind of quiet. I wonder if this has ever been used in some stupid comedy film where like, 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 like the hangover where some nerd I gets drunk for the first time. But, uh, no, it's, like, a very... It's got, like, a lot of layers. Like, this isn't just, like, a straightforward fucking, like, disco song or something. Like, this is some... This is some... This is some heavy shit happening in here. And not necessarily, like, on an obvious level. Like, more of, like, a like a feeling you get from it. Is that, like, yes, it's, like, pumped up, but it, it's got layers in the sense that it's, like... It's like Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's got layers. No, it's, like, it's... You gotta... You gotta... It leaves you like unsettled a little bit. Like it leaves you. It I think leaves you... more and more I'm feeling like I leave you unsettled. <laughs> no, because like it, it, it always has. It always songs. has that. Like it, it doesn't have this like superstar singer going through all of her range and like right. pumping you up for the disco. It's got these like unsettling kind of jarring moments in the middle of kind of like chaos. And then it's got like it's got these real like somber kind of minor qualities in like yeah. the introspective parts of it when it's talking about itself and and a little free for all in the middle. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was the jarring shit. Um, so no, it's like it's 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 a lot more complicated than on like the first glance. Yeah, and um, and like again, this is this is just like one of many popular songs yeah. from the time that we're all experience experimenting and like. There's so many different combinations of weird vibes that never really took off or maybe did for a little bit, yeah. right? I feel like the automatic uh, the automatic thing is a huge part yeah. of pop music now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a yeah. huge, huge like 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 from like the quotes that are picked before dubstep drops of being like 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 sounding machine like to Daft yeah. Punk, Omatic, right? Like yeah. that's that just became a thing to work it, make it, ban it, ban it, yeah. minor, manner to to like auto tune itself. Yeah. I think that this idea is a is one that still has yet to be resolved, and that and that's why this song doesn't really even really feel that old. It almost feels like the oldest part of it is like the little keyboard wobbles to me, yeah. like and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like the yeah. Uh, and uh, I feel like I've made that noise like 10 times. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, like that's pretty dated sounding to me. Yeah. Um, anytime that a song gets kind of like atonal or weird always sounds dated to me for whatever reason. A little bit. I feel only like, be, I don't, I feel like that's a weird thing to think though, because in a lot of people's eyes, that's probably the opposite. It well, cause it like, kind of has an effect of trying it out for the novelty of trying it out. Right. Which I feel like po- we're all over. Yeah. Like <laughs> right? we know that shit we can know, sound weird. <laughs> yeah. We get it. Um, yeah. It's not, it's not like super crazy for you to try yeah. that out. It just sounds out like of place it's a now. fun, uh, like, I don't know, like Easter egg hunt when you're doing these kinds of analyses that yeah. they probably were never expecting to get. <laughs> um, but, but I don't know. All in all, I feel like this song is, still a very a very powerful song about what it means to exist today and the the and uh the the temptation to lose yourself man in the moment the music you want it 
Not really. Word. Um, yeah. But yeah. To the 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 just purely fucking like blissful pleasure that comes from being entirely organized and having everything taken care of. Yeah. Right. In 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 whether it's in a given moment or whether it's your job. Or whether it's when you go to the grocery store and you can do a fucking automatic checkout, yeah, right. Like this, this, uh, this idea that suddenly the int- every surface is working for you to make your life as painless as possible, so you can go on being so depressed. you get rid of those like yeah. verses of introspection, and you like can eliminate more and more of like right. the sad moments of kind of wondering why your body's stopped working, right. <laughs> and then you can just like go fully. I mean, that's a whole nother thing. I mean, when you talk about like the body parts disappearing in the song, right? Yeah. I mean, like that's a different kind of, that's like a cyborg 80s obsession yeah. autom- automatic also. All right. We're going to, we're going to wrap it up. Um, if you, if you, as always, if you like what we're doing, um, you should, you should hit us up. We're uh, dead air records at Gmail. You can I, follow us on SoundCloud. I just want to make one more plug. We, we, yeah. we, we, we do make music, not just podcasts. Yeah, sure. So people don't seem to get, uh, those don't seem Uh-oh. to get as many Sean's plays. been feeling hurt lately because the podcast is our most popular thing. Um, well, we, no, uh, it's because you, you work for those plays, man. You do. We, um, you do we, we've, got, we've got a weekly release schedule. I'm going to post it on Instagram. We're Dead Air Records on Instagram. We have a Twitter for no reason uh, that it's I don't know how to there. work. <laughs> I, I post one thing every couple of days, and I'm not sure if I do it right. Um, but, yeah, we've got a weekly release schedule. we got our, our mutual Monday where we read Charles Dickens. We fucked that up this week, though. Yeah, we did I fucked bit. that up. Um, but but we'll it'll be next two week chapters by now. Week. So uh, we oh, read true. we read Dickens over a beat every Monday. Uh, we've got a new fresh beat from DJ Big Vane every Tuesday. We've got a creature feature Wednesday where we get a, a friend of the podcast to come in and submit their own tracks to join the Dead Air family. Um, Emasculating Thursdays. Podcast Thursday, I uh, think is oh, the yeah, other word today. for it. That's uh, today. We've got Jingle Jam Friday, a new jingle every week from our thousand from the jingles vault. from the vault. Uh, the Disney vault. <laughs> Saturday, our, our day of rest and work where we go. I teach, hate, I teach hate that we day. call it the day of rest. Yeah, it That's, seems so upsetting. It's so fucking vicious to ourselves. And then Sunday, I don't so, know what Saturday Sunday is. Saturday is the day that we all fucking go to work for like 10 hours straight. Yeah, and we just want to kill ourselves by the end of it. <laughs> Um, and then Sunday is also the day where we go to work for 12 hours straight. But and still make ourselves, ourselves post some random ass thing that Because we just got too much. We're, we're, it's like an everything must go situation up in here. Right. And uh, by this point on Dead Air Records, we'll have, you can, we'll have over 24 hours yeah. of, by the time this comes out, we'll have over 24 hours of material you should check out. That's huge. So... 24 hours spend a whole day not we we love that everybody's listening to the podcast we love that anybody is uh is checking us out we're still feeling amazing about all this but uh you should you should check out some other stuff too if you like what we're talking about but also if you just fuck with podcasts that's okay too no uh, no i'm gonna go ahead and double cross you on this and say it's not okay no, no, no I, it's, like, it's I like podcasts. I used to be a person that just listened to podcasts all the time. I'm sorry, everybody. I didn't mean it. That's all I have time for. And if you do, and all you, wanna, you have time for, and is if a you want to, shut up, two hour. And if you want to, uh, if you want to be a part of this, uh, send us send us songs that you want us to talk about. Give us suggestions. Throw out. We love hearing when we got shit wrong. That's yeah. always fun to listen to. If you know what, that's chords what I was we trying to say up. at the end of the oh, other yeah, one. That was from last week. If you know what we fucked up, let us know. 
Tell um, us, yeah, tell us about how much quicker you did it. <laughs> yeah, if you want to tell us how good you are at this and how we're not as good as you, we 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 will be that level of we support get for you. We stronger. We get when strong- we hear yeah. that, <laughs> knowing that there are other people out there that do this much more efficiently than we do, only yeah. fuels us it to fuels do it slower our- and, <laughs> and more excruciatingly. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's podcast Thursday. Thanks for listening. We're uh, Pointer Sisters. Wait, last thing. Ruth, Anita, and June Pointer. Fucking divas, all three of the 80s. Mm-hmm. Beautiful voices on all of them. A shit ton of other credits that we're not going to go into, but you should look it up. Uh, you should go download their album, Breakout. It's got even more fucking bumping hits like this on it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're out here. Bye. Bye, billions. Bye, billions.